Hello, and welcome to Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. We are your hosts. I'm Jill. Steve. <laughs> Dave. Don. Christina. And Craig. Not a special <laughs> guest star anymore. No, that totally threw me off. Mm, we were on a long hiatus, but we are back and excited to go. So, Craig, you picked the drink this time. So talk us through it. I did. So my thinking was I'd like to do something that's themed for, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the official name of it. The NFL will probably sue me because that's what they do. So I'll just say it's the day of the big game. So I looked for cocktails that were related to the day of the big game. Don't sue me, NFL, you stupid bastards. It's a super big game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where somebody may even get a bowl <laughs> as a reward. <laughs> Uh, so I went to my favorite website, Pioneer Woman. <laughs> Not a lie. <laughs> and I found that they actually recommended the Paloma. I have no idea what the link is. Don't care. I made it. It may or may not be good. It may or may not be undrinkable. <laughs> um, feel free to give it a try and let yeah, me know what you think. It's really good. We're drinking the non-alcoholic versions, and they are pretty good. But uh, in Mexico, my friend Shireen and I, Drank like 87,000 of the alcoholic ones, and those were also good. Mm. Yeah, well, they were. They went down easy yeah. on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed you take a sip and you want to like take somebody prisoner, or <laughs> cut their head off or something. Don't anyway, well, this head doesn't have any tequila in it. So. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I'm having a different experience. <laughs> and I'm out of mix, so if you want to have some tequila, it's just shots, baby. Oh. Wonderful. Anyway, I have to say the Mexicans did a better job on their Palomas, but this is the first one I ever mixed. And you did a good job. Total. I like it. Palomas yeah. are um, a grapefruit soda drink, basically, with some tequila in it and a little lime juice. Oh, right? it's pretty good. Grapefruit juice, grapefruit soda, lots of tequila in this, so watch yourself, Don. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little salt. Those are the highlights. Lime juice. Mm -hmm. I like I it. I'm mixing it's mine refreshing. with Merlot. It's delicious. Yeah, I know. It's only 10 o'clock in the morning. I'll probably greatly reduce my microphone theft for the rest of the show. <laughs> I just had to get my legs in. Oh, please. Uh, share and share alike. As far as I'm concerned. All right. So, um, obviously, Steve volunteered to be the first one to go this month. And then that was delegated down to Christina. Thanks Hi. to Steve. But she came to actually read her own work. So we don't have to struggle with Steve trying to figure out what she was talking about. Yeah, that's a big word. Oh. No, that did happen a few times. <laughs> well, you know, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. I can't code, so. Anyway, yes, today we are going to be talking about the attempted kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. Mm. Good one. Yep. Yeah. So... I feel like um, there was so much crazy going on in 2020 before the Trump uh, and Biden election, yeah. before the insurrection, before. Yeah, it was hard to stand out as insane. Right. I mean, yeah. you had to work at it. <laughs> and so it's uh, it it seems almost like in any normal year this would have been huge news but it kind of went under the radar for a lot of people so especially trumpers 
Yeah. And I, I wanted to talk about it and to talk about the people and the ideologies and the groups that are all involved in this, uh, basically this, can I swear? Mm-hmm. It's a fuck show. Yeah, you almost okay. have to swear, by the way. Okay, good. <laughs> did you ever read The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight? Um, no, I did not read well, that. Well, this is a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead, please. Yeah. Um, Proceed. Oh, uh, sure. All right. So, can you do this quicker? (laughs) I could try. All right. I didn't know it was a speed run. Okay. Don't let the bitches pressure you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we have to go back to the Wolverine Watchmen. This is the first group that is involved. That's their name, that they're a militia. Check out all the football players at Michigan State or something? Or did they read a lot of comics? (laughs) The ones where the belly's hanging over the belly. Mm -hmm. Well, they um, actually, the man who is in charge of the Wolverine Watchmen, uh, Joseph Morrison, uh, is at the time a Lance Corporal in the Marines. So he at least is... um, legitimately a person who kind of knows what he's doing uh, and he goes by the moniker of Boogaloo Bunyan. Oh yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Boogaloo Bunyan. So, he's a Boogaloo boys, uh Boogaloo boy. And the Boogaloo boys are one of the big groups, the sort of overarching movements that uh that these people are talking about. So, what are the who are the Boogaloo boys? It sounds Stupid. Well, yeah, it kind of sounds like some sort of euphemism for boys who are male prostitutes to me. It really does. It's like, be careful. These guys are armed to the teeth. Well, didn't um, isn't the Proud Boys based on the name of a song from like a Aladdin or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. They're like proud to be. I'm proud of my boy or something. Yeah. Like yeah, because um, they they specifically pick um, words that are that sound silly or non-threatening because they're doing a lot of online stuff. So, um, for instance, when they get into this, there's one guy that they call the baker who makes the cupcakes. They don't mean he's baking cupcakes. They mean a man who makes bombs. Mm-hmm. The cupcakes are bombs. Yeah. So that's just so that they can communicate online. Boogaloo refers to either the second civil war in their minds that's going to happen or the second American revolution that is totally coming. And Boogaloo uh, comes from if uh, the classic break into electric boogaloo uh <laughs> it's a movie a song. I knew wow that. yeah i didn't know that and it's a sequel and the uh, so that's the idea they're going to have a sequel to the to the I'm civil war kind of impressed with that line of uh, logic yeah. mm. <laughs> they're going to so, have plenty of time to you know reflect on that too that's good they're going to have plenty of time yes all right so what happens is there's a guy, uh, and his name is Dan Chapel, and he is an ex-army guy. He's a very normal, nice guy, uh, and he joins a Facebook group 
because he wants to meet other ex-military. He wants to keep up some of his skills, do some shooting practice on the weekend, you know, things like Kidnap that. Kidnap a governor. Well, specifically, no. But when he gets in this group, this Wolverine Watchman, uh, he's horrified by some of the stuff that they're saying. Yeah. They have a hunting app where they uh, put in the names and addresses of uh, local cops. And he has a cop friend. So he goes and he tells his cop friend this is what these people are doing, and it's weird, and they're talking violent shit, and, you know. What's the app called? <laughs> Steve would like to download it. V- violent shit. <laughs> I do not actually know what is the hunting the app is called. <laughs> Check your phone. I, I, I apologize for my failure of research there. <laughs> He's been waiting to do that to yeah, you. Yeah. Yes, he has. Mm. Mm. Tripper right Just up like there. Craig with his Google out. <laughs> He's ready for you to make a mistake. Yeah. Yep. That's good. And, Keep me honest. I'm actually already on the page, ready to bust <laughs> chops. All right. Ready to fact check. <laughs> hey, I know my shit. I did a lot of reading for this. Hey, yeah. Thank uh, God that guy did that, though, that he reported that. Yes. So, and I feel, uh, I feel really bad for this poor guy because. His cop friend tells the FBI, and this is going on as a lot of shit is going on because the Trump election is coming and there's just an increase in all this violent stuff that's going on. So they go back to Dan Chappell and they say, we need you to be undercover in this group. And he's like, no, thanks. Mm. (laughs) But they, you know, they're like, no, really. They're gonna, you know. So they not apply the pressure. We've we've checked, and these people are bad, and they really are going to be killing people, and we need somebody in there to stop them. And he's like, okay. So he is the undercover, and because of him, because of this guy, everything is. um, He's the reason we know so much. He's the reason that they get caught. Uh, so he's there, and they're doing, like, anti-vaccine stuff and gun stuff and everything else stuff. Concurrently with this, there's a group called the Three Percenters. I don't know if anybody here has ever heard of them. I've heard of them. Yeah. I haven't. What's Why the name? The Three Percenters refer to an idea that in the... Um, American Revolution. Yeah, the American Revolution. If you If you know, you can... Jump in. Yeah. Um, so most people believe that during the American Revolution, 30% were for the revolution, 30% were against it, 30% were neither. But these guys believe that it was only 3%, and that's all it took to overthrow the British Empire in the United States, in the continental United States. So. Yep. Does that sound right, Chris? Yep. And so they are about. Um, I have all the apps. Yes, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> but I use Craig's name on the, the bunch of. Oh, oh that's a bad word. What's what's the word? I think you meant boogaloo's. <laughs> what are you talking? What? One and the same, Craig. What's the word? That. Table it. Is that what it, it's called? That's not okay. <laughs> what, what's not okay? They are a bunch of repressed homosexuals. Oh my god! <laughs> running around in their underwear in the woods, going, "Oh, 
I'm a bad soldier. Watch out. Well, yeah, there is it something to be said about, like, if you really want to, like, dress up as, like, a cosplay soldier in front of all the other boys, you probably really sometimes, should just come out of the closet. Sometimes. Yeah. I have seen that. Are. I don't know that this is what's necessarily going on in See, all the these gun is situations. The penis. See, oh this is what the you're point you're missing. You're supposed to be a liberal. You're going to be cutting this stuff out, yeah, right? I don't get anything anymore. No, he <laughs> I'd just like to clarify, though, there's actually no legitimately anti-homosexual, homophobic people at this table. Oh, so. really? Oh, really? Dad. We're not anti-homosexual. No, I'm not against homosexuality. I just think, like, you know, there was that congressman that was so uh, against gay people, and um, I can't think of his name off the top of his head, but he goes into an airport, and he starts tapping everybody's foot. It's like there is a time where you just, you know, accept who you are and come right. out of the closet. <laughs> you know? Is that and, what that means but, in the men's room? I wonder, what the fuck are you doing with my foot? <laughs> This is my stall. You, you got your own stall. I, I, I never even heard of that before. Well, so I've heard of that. It yeah, means I'm gay. That guy. <sighs> Apparently, no. it's a thing. Dad. It means I want to have a hookup. I do not. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. I am against this homophobia <laughs> rampant, the slurs. I'm dead serious. I'm not like into this. this part. Not uh -huh. okay for me. You wrote the script. I did not write that. <laughs> God. People. All right. Let's get back on track. I'd like to talk about terrorists some more. <laughs> um, anyway. Where... Are where did where were we? I can't remember any. So you were talking about the <laughs> <laughs> No, really, no. Dad. Don't, don't use that word. <laughs> Please. I don't know where we were actually. The, the, the gay three, blades. The three percenters. The three, yes. oh, three yeah. percenters. That's what it was. Well, then. So, <laughs> there is a. Uh, so there's a group there's a group meeting of the three percenters and two people who are going to become the ringleaders of this plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer are there. Adam Fox and a guy named Barry Croft. Um, and uh, also and, and here's something I learned. If you want to meet undercover FBI agents, you should just join a right-wing militia because you They're will meet yeah. plenty of them. Yeah, wow. They will. Ha you can they hang out with them. They kind of need to be. They kind of <laughs> need to keep an eye on these people. Yeah. Well, they were there. So Why they, would you want to meet them, though? I I don't. Nuclear know weapons, you know, dirty bombs. They're always looking for some way to look at these people who are shooting up the infrastructure for the grid. Recently, just got arrested, husband and wife. Yep. Yeah. They're That's nuts. News. They're freaking nuts. News to me. Beyond yeah. the fact that they're. Hey! What? I didn't enough. say nothing. I have had enough. <laughs> I don't think so. Take another sip. She's drinking yeah. the non-alcoholic. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's calm it down. Okay. All right. Oh, well, Steve said Steve to calm just it told us we okay. have to be uh, That's it. That's it. Jeez. Steve says so. Thank God Steve's here. The voice sure of the one percenters. Thank you. <laughs> Steve. So, uh, they're there, and uh, basically this meeting is like a pep rally for taking over the government and extremists, and they all get together, and we're going to do this. And um, So, Barry, I'll talk about Barry Croft a little bit first. He is the most um, violent of the people 
really. He's got a long history of arrests and um, for uh, for everything that you can think of, like assault, battery, home invasion, da 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 da. You know. Um, it's a career criminal. Basically. Yeah, or he was up until a certain point. He actually got himself pardoned after he got out of jail. He convinced the um, the governor of Delaware to give him a pardon when he had been, you know, uh, crime-free for several years. And he said, this is really hurting my ability to get a job. So the guy said, yeah, all right, Duh. you're on the straight... You're on the straight and narrow, so let's do that. But he wasn't really on the straight and narrow. Uh, he had started embedding himself in all these extreme right-wing uh, groups. He wore a tricorn hat all the time. And, uh, yeah, like Did a... Did he put, like, a handkerchief in one of his back pockets? I don't know. What is a tricorn hat? A tricorn hat is like those um, hats that they wore in the American Revolution or in that time period oh. that had like th when you were a little girl i used to wear them <laughs> I, I don't remember oh craig's got a picture yeah mm. oh. i can, I can order one on amazon for you mm. it's googling it so you can buy them huh yeah well yeah valentine's day we should all get up, one we should all get one. 1999 mm. lovely so um to those people that's a fortune we gotta tell them that actually the civil war, the revolution happened during the disco era. So <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know the difference, but man, would they look cool! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trump said we had the airplanes or something. That's yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We took yeah. over the air force. Yeah, of course we did. So uh, at this point, he owns a trucking company, and he's in all these right wing groups, and. Um, yeah, I mean he's just a he's just an extremist, Fucking and nut. he yep. believes he honestly believes um, that when they kick off this war, because that's what they're all about—they're accelerationists who believe that we need to do whatever we can to kick off this civil war, this new revolution that's definitely coming. And he believes that when it comes, all they have to do is light that fire, and millions of people will join them. This, despite all the evidence to the contrary that, you know, they can barely get 20 guys in a room and half of them are FBI informants. You know? <laughs> but This would make a great comedy, would it? <laughs> well, yes. Do they remember yeah. Charles Manson had one of these theories, too? Yeah. 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 Well, they think, um, they think Timothy McVeigh is a great hero. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They think, you oh, know. Killed all those children and people in that. Yeah. He was yeah. fighting against government oppression. So right. Yeah. You have to do what you have to do. Go, 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 go. One of Croft's. Uh, it shows you how is, dangerous it can be when yeah. you think about what he did, Timothy. Yeah. Did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can j laugh about it, but. They're very and dangerous. And when you think about the two kids from Columbine, they were also inspired by Timothy McVeigh highly. Mm -hmm. So, um, Dylan Claybolt and uh, Adam, um, I can't think of his dipshit? name. Dipshit? Yeah, he was a dipshit. Um, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, that's another bizarre one. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Chrissy. You know, you're so, kind Okay, okay. Slogging along here. Oh. So, then there's Adam Fox. He's the other uh, ringleader guy. He is, um, well, he's 
a loser. I don't know if there's any other way to say it. Um, I know. I horrors. can't say, but you can say loser. Dad, come on. I mean it. That's loser. Enough. That's enough. Okay. Yeah, that was a word I wouldn't let you guys say when I was. Raised. I know, but it, yeah. Back, back on track. Back on track. In this case, he's a violent domestic abuser. He um, got kicked out of mili- out of the militias he had been in because of his rage issues. <laughs> oh my god! I, I would have thought that would have been NASA. Wow. He got to a point. Even in this, uh, in in this group. He causes problems even there, but uh, he seems to be keeping it um, on as long as he can. He he seems to be repressing his rage issues as much as he can um, because he really wants to burn shit down. Mm -hmm. He's very clear. There's multiple, multiple um, times when he's on online saying, you know, he just wants this whole thing. You know, Burned. I think there's a danger in thinking, oh, he's just on the fringe or something, because we got members of Congress who talk this way. Oh, but That's he's, true. yeah, uh, like I said, there. this group is a motley crew of Lance Corporals and uh, people who own their own companies and people who are living in the basement of a vac shack, which is Adam Fox. Um, but he is the one... He calls up the Wolverine Watchmen, and he tells them that he needs, like, 200 men, and they're going to storm the capital of Michigan. Mm. And they did. They did. The problem with storming the capital of Michigan, which they did do over uh, vaccines, is the there's nothing against just walking into the capital with yeah. full of guns. And oh. so they, they actually had plans to storm it. And then when they got to the door, the guys just let them in because you can come in with yeah, it. There's no so, yeah, there's yeah. really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on in. And it was very, like, the pictures are creepy. And I know that the people who work there, the legislators were like, oh, this is fucked. Like, you know, like they're trying to <laughs> do their job and they're having um, people come around with, you know, semi-automatic weapons and everything else. It was scary to watch it. I I saw clips of it. It, it, That's scary. It was scary. It was like thinking, this small minority can do this in this this building? They're going to do this at the State House of Boston? I don't know that we allow coming into the State House arms. I hope not. I think different states have different rules about that. Right. I think Massachusetts is pretty strict. Massachusetts does not let you do that. (laughs) There is no shooting the governor today. We did essentially allow that in Washington, D.C., though, where they basically said, oh, let me take down these barricades since you're well armed. Come on in. By the way, Steve has been trying to say something. Mm. Steve? No, um, so it's legal. In uh, in Michigan, yeah, in, Michigan, in many states, go, yeah, to go in there with loaded weapons, yeah, 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 open and that carry. was a problem. Um, yeah. Open carry allows them. Not only that, they carry them into schools um, because they like, love their guns. Yeah, if you have your kids doing a play, you can walk in with a gun in your hand, mm-hmm. walk right into the school auditorium, sit down. Um, they that actually went to court. I think it was in Michigan. Um, because somebody had done that, and the principal asked them to leave, 
And so he sued and he won because the law in Michigan and several other states says, oh, yeah, sure. You know, what could possibly go wrong with somebody walking into a school auditorium with a machine gun? Yeah. Well, you laugh, but I think it was a couple weeks ago at Gardner High School, this a guy came in for the basketball game with a gun, and our athletic director had to send him home. And they didn't mm-hmm. want to leave, but he was like, you can't bring a gun here. Yeah. You know, like, that's crazy. So they, they did that. They, they kicked him out. Good. Yeah. Good for so that. So weird. It is it weird. Is weird. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I said, it's a penis replacement kind of thing. I know very much about people who like guns. It's, they stroke them. I call them gun strokers. It's well, a replacement. It, it's one thing to like guns, like to shoot them, and all that's cool. But you know, why, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Steve. <laughs> no, but why do you have the need to bring it? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, these guys are trying to make a like, point. Yeah, they're trying to look big and bad, but. You know, they're they're just people coming across as people who are afraid to go down the My Little Pony aisle in Target without an AK-47. <laughs> you know, and that doesn't actually make you badass. Yeah, when I was upgrading my phone. There's eight-year-olds there. Yeah, there are. <laughs> um, last week in Verizon, there was a guy there who basically looked homeless, could hardly walk, but he was talking, going on and on about all the guns he owned and how he had to live in New Hampshire so that he could shoot them off and, like, yeah. AK-47s and, and like, who needs to have that conversation? You're just updating your phone in Verizon. Like, like, like the guy yeah. I worked with a deck years ago who murdered his wife with a gun, yeah. emptied a gun into his wife in front of his little girl who was four or five years old at the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, brave. Yep. I know I work with this guy. He thought having a gun was yep. live free or die. Yeah, it's insane. You start hearing that crap, watch out. I think we need to have a gun enthusiast on the show one of these days. Hear the counterpoint. For Unarmed. Then I'll enthusiast. shoot him. I'll yeah. freaking shoot him. Oh. I could pretend to be one. Uh. Oh, yeah. Pretend. <laughs> yeah. I'll just mm. go to Vermont. Yeah. No, a law abiding, a person who has a like hunting or something like that, got no problem with that. And they, they're law abiding people and they. Keep the guns away from kids and stuff. Like that. Got no problem. Well, we're going down a long road, but in the yeah. UK, what they do is that you can't own a gun, but if you want to go hunting, you can go like check one yes. out, like from a library thing, and then you go hunting and then you return the gun. There you go. I don't understand what's wrong with that system if you're truly just hunting or you know something like that. They'll try to sell that to the NRA though. Well, that's the thing. So they don't have yeah. the NRA problems that yeah. we do. We sure do. Yeah. So, Chrissy, come on. So, yep, yep, yep. Jeez, we're going to be here all I'm night. Sorry. <laughs> I, you know how I talk. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so, and, and there are a lot of uh, talk that these guys have. They're meeting, they're shooting off, um, they're shooting off their guns, they're building practice explosives, they're doing all these things. Um, Making cupcakes. You know, you kind of left off where they they went in that state building, state capitol building, and they were allowed in. What happened right after that? I mean, what what did that do? Well, they actually, um, this helped them out in the sense that they were able to meet other like-minded people. So their Uh, group grew a little bit after that. Networking. Yeah, they were networking. You know, you can only do so much on Facebook. Mm. You've got to go out and meet people. Uh, that hands. made national news, you know. That's where I saw it. Yep. So the poor governor. I, I think it was kind of also anticlimactic for them, 
you know they yeah. were expecting a big brouhaha and they were gonna go and they were gonna you know we're gonna stand up against these tyrants and that tyrant bitch gretchen whitmer who that's what they call her most of the time that bitch yeah. that yeah um shocking but instead they're like no you can come in and then they're like oh now what <laughs> Selfies. <laughs> they should have just done like you ever seen that Spice Girls video where they start running through the building. I'll tell you when I want, when I really, really want. That would be, you know, that would have been better. Instead, they it were just the trying to be. Coverage. Yeah, it <laughs> might be the first person to tie the Spice Girls to. <laughs> Good Are on you, we, though. Are we? <laughs> But they go home. They've they've met some new people. They're hanging out, and they're now talking about uh, some of the plans that were thrown out there and then dismissed. Were to go, and they were gonna charge the state capital. They were going to lock people in and put it on fire. They were going to take a bunch of um, prisoners and uh, start shooting them all, telev- televising it. Mm. You know, they had some nasty plans like you do. Uh, But they they keep going, no, no, because these plans are more difficult in practice, I guess, than you would think. I don't know. I've never (laughs) thought of them. But, (laughs) you know, uh, they're like, well, they have guards there, you know, and they they also have they have police (laughs) and they have this and they have that. It's not as easy as one might hope. I guess. I, I don't know. At some point, and this is actually on August 9th, Adam Fox is the one who suggests that let's kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Let's do it at like one of her houses in either the governor's house or her vacation home. Um, and that's when they start. They're going out to her house. They uh, take a lot of photos. They build a replica of her basic floor plan um, that they can practice their war games in. They're building models. Yeah, <laughs> they're they are they're um, upping. Uh, there is one because Barry Croft has small children. He has girls, and there is them on uh, tape where they say. Um, where you hear the little girl going up to Barry and saying, Daddy, you want some juice? And he's like, you got to go in the other room. Daddy's building a bomb in here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you kids heard that probably. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) they played that at at one of the trials. Oh, my God. It it (laughs) was just like people were in tears hearing it because it was so, like... Yeah. At this point, and this is going to become important for their defense, the FBI tells um, Chapel, Dan Chapel, you've got to take control of this because these people are, we, they don't want to go in. The last thing they want to do is to go in while they're training, while they're armed, while they're playing with the explosives. They want to do it at a different, at a better time. <laughs> Lonnie put that on him. What? So Jill is objecting to the fact that I just took Cooper's shirt off of him. Cooper is our little Frangle dog who is awesome. (laughs) Um, 
but I don't generally clothe the dogs. And Leilani does. <laughs> Ooh. I know. Wait till I tell him. We Jill is an inveterate dog clother. <laughs> he looks less gay now that you've taken that off. <laughs> Stop. So my reasoning was he keeps walking under the chairs trying to scratch his back to get the damn thing off. Fine. So I helped him out. Fine. You can table it. And Chrissy, we got a free Cooper. Free Cooper. The next revolution. I thought it was a cute shirt. That's all. But anyway. Um, right. So they're doing all this stuff. Um, yeah. That's going to be. Dan Chapel does take control. Right. And that is going to be a big part of their defense. Yeah. Um, but they do it because they're like, these people are like, Remind they're, me, so is Dan Chapel the guy that was undercover? undercover. He's the undercover they guy. control of the, they said, you've got to take control of the training <laughs> because they're going to, we're going to have to come in. Like there's huge explosions going on in this person's backyard that shake the whole neighborhood like the neighbors are complaining and calling the cops but they don't want to go in while everybody's armed they want to set up you know a proper time and place to where it's not going to turn into a ruby ridge or a waco or so uh Every, anybody who knows me knows that I am not a big FBI apologist, not somebody who's like, woo, boys in blue kind of th- person. But Steve is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. It, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, That's the guy she's married to. I know. I, I remember. Um, <laughs> but I've got to say, in this case, I can't think of anything that the FBI did wrong here. No, I mean, that's reasonable to say we, we want to... I mean, this is also in a residential area, so you yeah. don't want to shoot out, obviously. Yeah. So, I have to ask a question. Um, did they rely on the FBI saying that it was Adam Fox's idea to kidnap Whitmer, or was that... Was there a recording? Was there actual proof? Yeah, there's a recording. There is... Uh, see, what happened is they went to Adam Fox's place... Um, into the basement of the Vac Shack to have a secret meeting. Um, And he took everybody's cell phones so that there could be no recording. Unfortunately, Dan Chappell was wired. So, and they didn't search him. So they they have so much tape. Hmm. They, that is... uh, Is that released to the public? I don't know how much of it, it, not all of it for sure. But some of it, I think, if you were to listen back to some of the, um, the trial, yeah, the trial. The trial, they would have played it. So. Yeah, it was yeah. enough to convince the jury anyway. Yeah, but he like, <clears throat> I, I don't want to go ahead into yeah. the trial yeah. part yet. So, um, they, while they were, planning, they were planning on uh, blowing up the bridge too. Right? Yes. So they have the plan as it comes about is they are going to go to Gretchen Whitmer's vacation home, which is on like an island. And there's a bridge that goes, uh, that goes there. They go out and they figure out how many explosives and where they should put them and take a bunch of pictures. Their plan is to blow up the bridge in order to cause chaos and to uh, prevent people from coming. And Was being there able a chance to they could have, 
trap them own selves on the. In other words, they go on the island, blow up the bridge, and then now they it can't get out. It is like a wily coyote kind of mission. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always a chance, but their their plan. Uh, they had some boats, or oh. they had access to boats. Rubber rafts. So I no. Uh, one of the plans was to take Gretchen Whitmer out into the middle of Lake Michigan, um, turn off the motor, and leave her. Um, which is a with, with the boat or throw on her the in boat, the... just leave her on the boat. So they were going to give her a boat. <laughs> well, very generous. Lake Michigan is big, but right? She had a oh. boat. Yeah, it is big. It, it is not necessarily. You don't want to be in the middle of Lake Michigan mm. in a boat that isn't working. No, it's still a lake. It is a lake, but it's a big it's fucking lake. It's yes. a huge lake. That was the was that the one that Edmund Fitzgerald went down in? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you can still paddle. <laughs> you can, I'm you can Steve. paddle, but this doesn't seem like that big a deal. Yeah, and they would have sent out choppers too. Yeah, well, they would look for the governor. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they would they would find you, but yeah, it's but still the, a the bad idea, idea was to it's, yeah, kill her. It's the thought that counts. But, yeah. <laughs> I, but then why not just kill her? Well, like I don't understand. The like, other throw her out you should have joined that in group. the middle of the lake and leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean that just seems. There like... were people who were saying that. Why don't we just shoot her? Um, yeah. yeah. And the her. other idea was to take her to a place in, that they knew of in Wisconsin um, and to have her put her on trial for treason trial. and then um, kill her if she loses the trial that they are putting on for her, which I think she might have lost. Like, yeah, I don't she might have lost that one. <laughs> you know, and uh, like I said, the, the, the guy Fox, he's like, I want her hog tied on a table and we're all standing around like <laughs> taking so, pictures i want that tie a woman on a table they're not just gonna stand around well, well that's, they want that's pictures another of her. picture yeah that's, they want you know that's, that's the plan terrible. um the to do this they need more explosives than they have uh so the FBI sets them up with somebody who claims to have explosives because they were shopping around for explosives. And, of course, the FBI does not want them to get actual explosives. So they set them up with a guy who says, yeah, I got, I can get you these things. Yeah, um, It's going to cost $4,000. And so they go out, a group of them go out to buy the explosives to do all this stuff. And it's then that they get arrested. The FBI is waiting for them. They take them all. Um, and every at the same time, everybody else who hadn't made the trip to get the explosives gets arrested, too. Like, they do concurrent missions mm -hmm. the whole bit. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it hits the media. And, you know, a lot of times people do not know what to think of this. They hear some guy in a residential area has just been, you know, all these people have been arrested and this is all going on and they don't know uh, from people. Um, it seems far-fetched. It seems ludicrous to people that anybody would plan these things, that anybody would think these ways. But some people do, and that's what we have to keep in mind. Just because it is ludicrous. It is. It is. The group, it is. These groups are ludicrous. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they won't kill people. 
you know. No, they're and, dangerous as hell. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're a lot more prevalent, and they're a lot crazier than people give them credit for. Mm. If you ever want to know how crazy these people are, read the theories on QAnon. Yeah. I mean, they are batshit crazy. Mm. Yeah, and they and yet um, so. Yet they truly believe them in in many cases. Truly, a hundred percent believe them. So, let's see. Uh, Talk about why. Why do they believe them? Well, I think there's a lot of um, arguments about this. Um, it's obvious that a lot of them are white men. Like this is a theme. Yep. Um, and there are people who say that white men, having been used to so much privilege for so long, so much power over other groups for so long, now being asked to um, share that, you know, when you're used to privilege, equality feels like oppression. That's why I'm a three percenter. Yeah. Glad to hear it. <laughs> You're a Canadian. They don't even have that. No, and that's a that's a question that you remember Bowling from Columbine, that yep. fellow that produced that. That's what he asked. Why? Yeah. The, you know, the Canadian American cities right across the water, and the Americans are fucking nuts, and the Canadians are like, oh, we're crazy too. But in a comparison of history. Uh, you yeah, all the, you, fought you for guys your... are only a kilometer crazy. We're a whole mile. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just different crazy. You guys fought a war to get freedom, and we basically waited 100 years and then said, uh, can you guys please just let us run this place? And they said, yeah, we don't want you guys anymore anyway. <laughs> and we were done. Stop blowing up the mailboxes. Yeah. It, so uh, there's... I think that's uh, the important question, Chrissy, is like, these people are deluded. Yes. What contributes to this delusion? So, so you're saying this fear of having to let minorities, women have equal Well, a rights. lot of those people are suddenly saying, you know, white men have been screwing us. We're sick of it. We're coming in. We're going to be part of this. And, and there are these men who are just like, well, fuck that. You know, what are you, what's going on? That's un-American. That's un-American. Like, how dare you? And uh, there's also, there are some legitimate grievances, I think, that uh, mm -hmm. uh, we're dealing with guys, like if you look at Timothy McVeigh, you're looking at a guy who uh, left the military and he got himself gambling debts, he couldn't get a girl, he had trouble with his job, like... A lot of these guys are, are people who are having trouble in the world. And apparently sometimes you will commit terrorism rather than go to therapy. You need a scapegoat. Yeah. Not just that, though. I mean, like the FBI, they like Ruby Ridge, they really did fuck that up. And they I kind of Ruby have Ridge, created. They absolutely did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they kind of created this. Um, and this is in that kind of like in that area. But, you know, in the, you, these rural populations. You know, where they've had guns their whole lives and watching this unfold, I'm sure it creates something in people. You know? Yeah. There's a sense now that uh, that there are promises that white men in particular feel like they have been made that are not being followed through on. 
Why don't I feel that? I'm a white guy. Uh, well, well you know, part of it has to do, I think, with the fact that it used to be that if you were a landscaper, if you were, you know, somebody who was not necessarily highly skilled, you did not live like a king, but you could easily afford to live. You could own property. Um, but nowadays, yeah, how is somebody making $12, $15 an hour going to come up with a 20% down payment on a house? No way. I mean, and it gets worse not. and worse. You're yeah. right, David. Yeah. So I, I think there's a part of it. So you're going to have somebody to blame. Is that what you're saying? I th well, yeah. I mean, it depends on how your brain processes it. But you know, we don't do anything for the fact that not everyone can be an engineer. And um, you know what? That doesn't actually make them less valuable. And I think we live in a society where your value has a lot to do with your economic status. So um, you kind of, you know, you're just scraping by living in these small little apartments. You know, I mean, everything, you know, it just depends on how your brain processes. I mean, some people can be in those situations, and they can be, okay, this is what, I'm, what I've got. But um, a lot of people, they can't. Yeah, it's like a low EQ that makes you unable to yeah. tie in what's going on, you know. But there, are, I think you're right. There are no more factory jobs where people could have. I, I would say low IQ as well. Yeah. Yeah, but it's both. You're right. Yeah, but they, it's, it's the like, EQ. okay, who do I blame for this? Right. And you got Can't like Fox mean. News and the right wing yeah. media go, well, you should blame. The immigrants, you yeah, should blame these people. They're taking your job. Yeah. Blame these people. And uh, you have these historical right-wing movements that have mm -hmm. deep, trenchant roots in our mm -hmm. culture that are exploiting this, too. Yeah. You know, I, I want to make sure that we aren't too... <sighs> too sympathetic like sometimes we are always we talk in a way that we have a lot of sympathy for people but these are yeah i don't sympathize with i don't have either. any sympathy yeah for these. i don't yeah I, I, don't. I don't think i have sympathy either but i think it's important to understand they're human because they're well yeah they're yeah. human but also if we don't understand where they're coming from and we keep this all me versus you shit it's never going to get better. It's never going to change. Mm -hmm. So I think we have to reach across the table and try to understand where these people are coming from so we can start to address right. some of these major underlying issues. So you look at, like, Nazi Germany, right? So after the First World War, and they got these horrible uh, strictures put on them where they had to pay for the First World War or what have you, and it mm -hmm. causes all kinds of problems. And So they try to have a democratic government, but they can't. It just doesn't economically work. So a guy like Hitler comes along right, and goes, I know who you can blame for this. Yep. The Jews. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you listen to me, I'm going to make it much better. And for a while, he did make it much better economically. Yeah, it's easy to have money in your account when you don't pay your bills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fascism works very well short term and yeah. terribly. In the long term. Yeah. Volkswagen too, right? No, he yes, didn't. He, he they well, had not part of that. Yeah, he yeah. Was, no. oh. But it is important to understand how Hitler came to rise because it is true that it was that treaty after the First World War that put Germany in a position where there was gonna treaty have to Versailles, be yeah. yeah, there was yeah. gonna have to be another war. I mean, they were just it was so punitive, you know. And the other thing to think about when you see all these people and you look, you know, you kind of look at well, 
this Adam guy, he's a loser or whatever, and how could anybody take these people seriously? Think about Nazis um, that started um, the Second World War. Hitler was a fa was a failure. You know, Hermann Goering, although he did win the Blue Max, um, he was really struggling in life, addicted to drugs. Um, Rudolf Hess was a total loser. These people not only took over Germany, they took over almost all of Europe. Absolutely. And they were a group of losers yeah. by any yeah, definition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and these weren't all, like, losers. I'm talking specifically about Adam, and I, I mention that because that is also part of his defense. So the defense, mm -hmm. which we haven't really talked about yet specifically, yeah, is, why are you holding this? is <laughs> entrapment. And entrapment is a real thing, you know. I mean, I'm not saying that entrapment is is some ridiculous concept. It's a movie, it probably yes. Sean Connery. <laughs> Was it Sean Connery? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, and that, you know, the other chick. Um, Sean Connery chick? and the other chick. He, he, <laughs> she's other not chick. a chick. No, the um. That other friend. I mean. <laughs> that friend. Will that you other. Yes, you're gonna make Christina angry. Oh, oh. I am going to be very. She's I am oh. her angry. Eyes. Oh wow! Are you, you going to kidnap want, You me? don't want to see her angry. Let's... Do I still have a ride home? No, you have to walk. Well, <laughs> maybe they'll take you so far and then. Yeah. Take you in the middle of Lake Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the Quabbin Reservoir. Then we'll see if it's such a bad thing to be in the middle of Lake Michigan with a boat. You go. <laughs> Mother will be mad at you. Uh, she'll she she'll we'll get over it. Yeah, yeah, she probably would. Mm. Oh, thank yes. you. That's so, the uh, Craigie's making you more. Oh, because God, God knows we all need I more. Need you know, more, more tequila. tequila first thing in the morning. Yes. So the, Chrissy, uh, come on, let's get going. Yes, You've I'm got. working on it. <laughs> it's already four so, in the afternoon, and this is why I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Super Bowl's coming on. Come mm. on, let's go. Oh, we don't want to miss Is that. Is it really a Super Bowl? Yeah, did without you hear Tom that? Two Lithuanian oh, quarterbacks. Oh. Two Lithuanian quarterbacks for the first time in history playing in the Super Bowl. We're That's so amazing. excited. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a I don't like any of the teams in the Super Bowl but or the big game or whatever it's called today, but we're watching it because our kid's friend is playing in his first Super yes. Bowl, Mr. Aww. Noah Gray. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. He's playing? Yes, he yeah. is. He's on the Chiefs. Yeah, he's on the Chiefs. Yeah. What's, what's his position? Tight end. Tight end. That figures. Okay. Is he backing up Kelsey? Uh, no, he or plays... He, he plays about 60 or 70 percent of the snaps, so he's not really a backup. He's okay. he's no, a blocking but... tight end. He's got no, a few touchdowns this year, at least. Good yep. for him. Wow. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Christine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're way off, but you remember <laughs> Noah because yes, I too, I too. Yeah. I remember the, the boat, the rain, and all that stuff. The animals. <laughs> I, I no, really. I do. Again, I, showing I, his they age. Taught me that when I was a kid. But he's yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Lindenel where's the ark? <laughs> anyway, Chrissy, you got to get this going. Yes. So the uh, the defense is basically entrapment that um, that because uh, of the just the people, the the FBI being in there the whole time um, and taking control of the training the way that they did, and the fact that you know, oh, I'm sure without the uh, 
without the FBI there, they wouldn't have done anything. Oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've it, always wondered about entrapment, Christina. Entrapment is a real thing, but in this case, it's it's such it's such a stretch because like entrapment is basically. You, if the government has you doing crimes you would not otherwise have done had they not, like, coerced you in some way to doing a crime, uh, overcoming your actual will. Uh, the judge who ends up uh, coming out against these guys, you know, says, um, I've noticed none of them think that they did anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I've noticed that they're not regretful they're not like oh we never would have done this we would never do it again like that's not for him like that's none of their that's nothing for them there's nothing like that judge you remember the kid who killed the yes yeah yeah anyway yeah no he was uh saying it's nonsense it's just the whole idea of entrapment i guess i don't understand it's a complicated if somebody talks to me if an fbi agent comes up to say don man i got this great thing we could rob a bank get away with it let me tell you how and i go along with it yeah i'm guilty so it doesn't matter whether he provoked yeah it it has to be a lot deeper than that yeah Yeah, it has to be more than provocation it has to be like blackmail or threats or Mm. coercion or and they didn't do any of that like they're trying to say that basically the guy bribed them into that but they didn't get a lot of money from it you know they can see why that didn't work they went after um chapel on the stand and again i feel i feel bad for the he was the informant guy Mm. because like yeah they're like well the fbi paid you stuff he's like they made me quit my job and they paid me my lost wages you know (laughs) (laughs) that's all and um he had like a laptop that he had bought and he used in in the commission of doing the things he was doing so they reimbursed him they gave him a smartwatch because they wanted him to have it you know and that was it like they yeah, didn't... It wasn't like whitey bulger in the fbi yeah he... they were telling him you yeah. gotta kill these italians yeah. and, no, no 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 and they didn't no. give him a ton of extra money it was all just things that he either bought or that they wanted him to have for the uh the thing they bought for him or they gave him his lost wages because he this was like a full-time job for him poor guy you know what he's a hero in my mind yeah Uh, yeah so i mean imagine if he wasn't there and they actually grabbed the governor oh my god yeah they would have they would have killed people yeah yeah they were people would have gotten killed they were intended to kill people because um you know you go grabbing a governor um the national guard isn't going to be playing yeah you know a lot of people are going to get hurt (laughs) They were going to go. They were going to kill any law enforcement that tried to rescue her. They were, you know, they were quite. um... Did you put any grapefruit juice in this? (laughs) (laughs) If I go blind, is that a sign that there's something too much tequila in the? Go ahead, Chrissy. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, Yeah. So. They are now uh, those who have been tried. Two people actually did get off. Really? Yes. Um, How? How? Well, I think there was some sympathy for the entrapment argument among people in Michigan. Uh, why? I don't know. You know, I, I 
it's talk our... about the people who got off. I'm I'm just interested, okay. Chrissy. I'm not trying to throw a wrench at you. Oh no problem. Um, so one of them is a guy who didn't go to necessarily all the meetings and stuff, and he actually took the stand in his own defense, which is usually a terrible idea. But I think he genuinely convinced the jury that he thought these guys were all talk. He was just there to hang out on weekends. He did not believe that they were yeah. going to do it. Because he was that's basically what he was saying. He was saying it very belliger- belligerently. He was like yelling, it's all words, it's just talk. They were just talk talking. People talk, they say stupid things, you know, I don't care. It's yeah. true. Yeah. And, and that's not an unreasonable defense actually. And yeah. you think about like Mary Surratt, who was the first person first woman assassinated, uh, executed by our federal government. Um, and, you know, her defense, it was in relationship to the Lincoln assassination. Her defense was when John Wilkes Booth and all of his friends were talking all this, I, I didn't think they meant it, you yeah. know? So, yeah. I mean, it was a kind That's of a, a great weird, case to study, yeah. yeah. So, you know, whether or not... But they did kill a Republican, so I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh, <laughs> Go continue, please. Mm, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was his defense. He did get off. Um, and then there was another guy who also, he just didn't seem as I- into it. And these were guys that didn't necessarily go out to the, uh, you know, they weren't taking all the pictures. They weren't always there. They weren't there during some of the important it's like a game to them yeah Yeah, so they were there occasionally on weekends Mm. and going yeah yeah we're gonna what what do you call that game where they don't shoot real bullets at you um paintball paintball Paintball. it's like a paintball ideology i mean that was for real but we're approximating it but it's not for real yeah so that is what um their defense was and i I gather that there wasn't enough to convince the jury that those two people had been really invested in this plot right. or whether yes. or not they were just... I think the jury was right, probably. Yeah. Possibly. Like, it, it's hard because, like, they're doing things with explosives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're there for that. Well, like I was saying to you earlier, it's more like... Um... The whole cupcake stuff, and you know, they're they're telling everyone they're doing things for different reasons, whether they want to play with bombs or, or you know, whatever it is. People don't think, oh, this is for kidnapping or killing people. Yeah, right. it's only in a small group is when they're really saying that. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I mean, no, they heard them say that they were going to go kidnap the governor and all okay. that. So, like, they they definitely one of them said. Uh, one of them actually is on tape saying, oh, why don't you just go shoot her? And just she op- knock on the door, and when she opens it up, blow her uh, head okay. off. Okay, him I would not Ooh. have found not guilty. Well, his uh, argument, he was the one that took the stand, was I was just trying to get them to shut up. Like, yeah. we're going to go do this, we're going to do go do that. Oh, just, if you really, if this is really what you want to do, just go kill her. I like So they were sympathetic to that i yeah. would not have been <laughs> but no that's yeah it's it, it's difficult too if you don't actually sit through the whole trial too yeah. i mean and you have to be 
Like, I wouldn't be able to be a juror on a case like this because I wouldn't be impartial. You have to be impartial if you're a juror, no matter what the person is accused of. So mm -hmm. would an impartial jury hear that defense? And should they? I mean, I wasn't there, but it's it's a hard one to Right. say because I, I i probably wouldn't hear that as a defense because i look at these people and i'm like no you idiots are serious yeah this and is... even if you're not yeah what were you gonna do when it when they actually um did it yes when they actually did the plan uh, the fbi has a real problem in that when do they arrest you they need you to have like uh, a certain amount of criminal activity, Overt a certain act. amount of criminal action, but at the same time, they don't want to wait till you actually do the crime. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and they came very close a couple of times to just pulling the trigger on it. Um, they were really just waiting for the right moment, but it was going to be before the election. They were very clear on that. So, you know, this is October when they get. So if you get two gone. people, they let them go. That becomes an example for a lot of other people. It's like, yeah, I can be part of a group, and you know, and I'll be yeah. all right. Well, to me, I'd have, I'd have hung him on that one, saying that you know, let's just kill her. I don't care what he, his excuse was. Yeah, because people would have taken that and killed her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it certainly wasn't impressive to me, but you know, I wasn't on the jury. I wasn't there every day, as as Dave says. Um, I think a lot of time. I think also he's he was a veteran. I think people have a certain amount of oh, yeah. sympathy for veterans. They have a certain amount of sympathy for well, some people do. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I have a sympathy, but it's not a license that I'm giving you. I have sympathy for a lot of people, but it doesn't mean you have a license as a grown adult to plan to kill the governor. There you right. go. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So I would say they made a mistake, but. You know, that's me. Uh, but those are the only Maybe two Maybe guilty of a lesser charge. There weren't really a lot of lesser, lesser charges. Oh, I see. Like, really it's either... Because, I mean, they waited till the, the overt act is to attempt to purchase the explosives. But up until that, it's really, there's really, what are you going to charge them with? You know? Yeah. So, except for the idiot that actually purchased the explosives. Isn't conspiracy a thing, though? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what they were. They were oh, trying they're to all do. They were yeah. charged. All with. guilty yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the exact um, things. It was, but it was the word terrorism. You know, helping yeah. terrorists, mm -hmm. being a terrorist, conspiring yeah. to commit terrorism. You know, this was a terrorism thing. So it's not like. Like you said, there's not a lot of there's not like a manslaughter for that, you know. No. It's if, if you're yeah, actively engaged in terrorism or helping terrorists, that's bad. Yeah. What is that law what they always use against the mafia that has to do with racketeering? Rico. Rico. Yeah. Rico. It sounds to me like they were at least guilty of Rico, but maybe not. I mean, they may they may try them again on some level. Yeah. I I don't think that they they won't try those two now. Did yeah. anybody get convicted or? Oh any, yes, yeah. everybody else everybody is else, doing a yeah. lot of who. Yeah. There are a few people who haven't been tried yet, but everybody yeah. else. Uh, Adam Fox. Yeah. Is doing 16, 17 years. Yeah. Barry Croft, something like nineteen yeah. years and seven That's months. All? But who is everybody else? I thought this was like. 
two idiots and a whole bunch of FBI guys, or maybe yeah. four idiots and a lot of FBI. No, I mean, there's more. There are, um, so there's like 13, there's 13 men is basically coming up. Two have been let off. Um, four have been, uh, I want to say eight have been um tried and and found guilty so far it was my understanding that of the 13 the majority of them were fbi informants or no i i was joking and i probably gave the wrong impression there was three fbi agents Mm -hmm. did these three guys know the other two were fbi agents um so there was Chapel was got in at first, and then they sent two other people in after. Did he know that the other two were? I don't know that for actually sure. Actually, been pretty clever if he didn't. Probably, but I don't actually yeah. know. It depends because if he's not actually an employee of the FBI, I could actually see them not telling him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're an actual FBI agent and you're undercover, they probably would tell yeah. you. But he's not really an FBI agent, so if you know, he would probably pin the other two guys if he ever was in a jam. Right. Yeah. Right. So. yeah. And maybe they didn't really fully trust uh, Dan. Well, I, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can only speculate so much. So. So. Yeah. I mean, we're 100% factual here. I like to try to cross my T's and dot my I's. So, um, <laughs> what did you say? She likes to be correct. I like to be right. Yes, I like to. Like to curl your toes and what? No, cross or tease. Cross or tease. Dot your eyes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you looking up the exact? Of course he is. Yeah. So the thirteen was actually six or seven of them were charged, and in relation to this, and six or seven of them were somehow related to other extremist groups. So that's the thirteen. That I'm aware of. Yeah, uh, two of them turned st- state's evidence and got lesser sentences. Yeah, they were still stu- they didn't get off, but they got lesser sentences. Um, one actually does seem to have been legitimately regretful about the whole thing, um, and sorry that he was involved, and sorry that he had anything to do with it, and you know, um, so he turned. St- State's evidence and got like I think four or six years, four to six. Oh. So, you know yeah. that seems. That's uh, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, I mean you still got to do some time. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry doesn't you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry yeah. I tried to kill the governor. Yeah, you know? gee, I'm really sorry. I was gonna, <laughs> you know, do the things to her that, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. So yeah, I mean, but uh, so there's some that are going up, um, and. Yeah, everybody else is doing time. So I can't know for the people who haven't been tried yet whether or not they will get off or not. It does not seem to me like their their entrapment defense is not strong. No, it really isn't. It, uh, it really isn't. And it shouldn't be. So, you know, the, the FBI did not pay them to do this. They didn't trick them. Um, they didn't even come up with the ideas of yeah. doing it. You know, so it's not... It's very difficult for me to say that they were entrapped. And and what are we going to do? Are we going to say the FBI can't have undercover agents watching these people? Oh my God! Yeah, there are people going to say that. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, maybe, but then there's going to be a lot more death. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they they 
they get court orders. This is done with warrants. Judges are aware of these things. So it's not like there isn't due process here just because they're presenting an undercover agent. There's still due process. Yeah. You know, you're, you're entitled to due process. You're not entitled to get away with crimes. Mm -hmm. That's not what the Constitution's about. Right. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a, um, Dan had like a, um, a credit card that the FBI gave to him and said, you know, it has $5,000 if they need this for some of the stuff that they're going to buy for some crime and stuff. Go, let them have it. Mm -hmm. Tell them you have it. He did. They didn't take it. Like, so we have one of their lawyers saying, well, uh, you know, they're, the FBI bribed them. You didn't take the bribe. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's, not a, that's, a stretch. that's yeah. not a bribe either. Like they, I think they yeah. didn't take them because they thought, well, uh, it's a, you a know, credit card. Of, it's yeah. a record, yes. so we don't want to have a record of that. So mm -hmm. I think that was their argument, but they didn't. Like clearly, they weren't doing yeah. it for the money. They didn't take the money. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's just very weak. But I do think it's important for us to know that these people are out there and. Yeah, I mean, they may seem like everybody else. They may seem like just the people down the street. Some of these were very normal-seeming people. Not that people got to know them very well. They just seemed like really right-wing or like they had very strong opinions on politics. And it's easy to just go, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot. Of, I mean, you know, you look at how many people will go to watch Marjorie Taylor Greene speak. I mean, it's mind-boggling. And she pushes this kind of crap. Like, and she, oh yeah, and Jewish space lasers and whatever else she comes up with. I mean, um, you know, and there's the other one that almost lost her re-election, um, uh, Lauren uh, Boebert. Boebert. Uh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, these people are absolutely insane, but... Um, you know, one of the problems with social media is that you now have a way to find like-minded people. So if you have this crazy idea, but you find a hundred people who agree with your crazy idea, all of a sudden you start thinking, oh, I'm not crazy. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's part of the problem with social media. And I'm not trying yeah. to blame social media, mind you, but it is something we need to be aware of is that it used to be if you were this insane, you'd have trouble. Right. Timothy yeah. McVeigh had to act alone. Yeah. It was hard to find a crazy person. It allows you to find these echo yeah. chambers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. Well, I just think it's important that we understand our role or our government's role in creating these kind of people you know like they're they're like this for a reason and if we're ever going to solve this problem then we have to well there there is a role in it. there's a right-wing media right now that is so insular and so extreme that we almost don't even notice it anymore like it, they're they're telling if you read the Daily Mail or watch the Daily Wire or um, any of these kinds of, or OAN. Veritas, is that Veritas, a, yeah. Oh like, God. then you are, then you believe that the government is trying to kill you with vaccines. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they present themselves like actual news reporters. Yeah. They do. Reporting on the news as opposed to, 
you know, entertainment. Like, entertainment, yeah. And that was part of um, when you talk about the Nazis, you know, um, when Hitler was first coming around, um, you know, he had befriended a um, playwright who had also owned a publication called In Good German. And so here you have all this bizarre anti-Jewish propaganda being published as a news. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, as he went through later in his career, he found um, Joseph Goebbels. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. So that's uh, that's our cheerful story for the day. <laughs> you did a great job, Chrissy. I did everything I could to derail it. I know you did. Yeah. yeah. That was obvious. Jeez. She hung right in there. Mm. Wow. She's known you for a while now. Yeah, she's been dealing with your crap for a long time. <laughs> By the way, early on in this conversation when we were talking about how Michigan basically doesn't have any gun laws, take what you want, where you want, shoot who you want, whatever you want, kind of do your own thing, I thought, well, you know, I don't recall a whole lot of shootings from Michigan. So I kind of looked it up and thinking. They had that pretty serious one. Um, they've actually charged the parents in regards to was in Michigan. Um, was that Lincoln High School, maybe? Oh, yeah, I remember. I can't no think of the name What were we going to say? Oh, so I looked it up, and there was, in 2020, there was 1,454 gun deaths in Michigan. And I don't have the breakdown of that, but from what I've seen in Michigan, typically it's only slightly more suicides by gun than homicide, which would make me guess it's somewhere around 600 homicides in 2020 by guns. So my initial reaction, gee, I don't remember a lot of shooting deaths in Michigan. Mm. Interesting that their permissive gun laws don't lead to that many deaths. I was wrong. Yeah, well, Detroit is in Michigan, and yeah. I think what happens in big cities like that where there's a lot of gun deaths is it doesn't get reported anymore. It's no longer news. You know, it's no longer interesting. And news has to be entertainment, so people will watch it, right? Like, people don't watch the news anymore for information. They watch that's it for true. entertainment. That's very true. Yeah. So and I'm old enough to tell you when about that shift came about mm -hmm. where they realized, you know what, if I'm more entertainment, I get more ratings. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what problem we have. Yeah. yeah, and I remember John Stewart calling on when he was on the Daily Show. You know, he would call on these other news people and stuff, and he would give them a ton of shit, and they would say, "Well, you're doing the same thing." And he said, well, "I'm on Comedy Central. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not the <laughs> yeah. news. I'm a comedian. You're presenting, you know, your agenda as though it was news, and you don't try to tell anybody otherwise. You know, and that's that's the difference." He kept saying between. What he was doing, what they were doing. Yeah, I think David has pointed out early, like when Fox News was brought to court over this, their defense was, we're not news. We never said we were. We're entertainment. Mm -hmm. And that worked for them. So, yeah, Tucker Carlson, yes, yeah. Tucker Carlson, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I actually think that's the person John Stewart was I think talking so. to. Right he used to wear that ridiculous yeah. tie. Bow tie, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yep. One piece of good news is who's the guy that you know told everybody that the, when they murdered all those kids? Um, Alex Jones. Alex. Oh Jones. yes. At least oh, my he got God. got some degree of justice. But that took years. He, he really actually should go to jail. I yeah, agree. Honestly, I, think I agree. So. That was um, disgusting. It's disgusting, and he actually caused them actual harm. Um, you know, and yeah, the parents were threatened by people. They were threatened. Just... The gravestones were urinated on. Uh, I mean, that's oh, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty no, bad. Not happy stuff. note. Yeah. Chrissy did a great job, honey. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. 
So next month we'll do another one of these. Oh, so the once a month? Yep, we're going to get back on track. So who's got next? Um, I have something that I could go with if you guys want to hear about the uh, i5 killer. Sure. i5 killer it is. All right. Is that iPhone related? Or? Uh, i5. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually Green Bay Packers related, though, speaking oh. of football. Mm. <laughs> we weren't speaking of football. As we always are. Yeah. <laughs> that conversation is never far yeah. away. <laughs> Nice. Great job. Thanks for listening. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening to us on this episode of Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite app so you don't miss an episode. You can also send us an email to cocktailsmocktailsandcrime at gmail.com. Or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Cocktails, Mocktails, and Crime. Or Twitter at CMCrime1. See you all next week.